Welcome, ECFL. We got another episode of the Elites coming in, the sixth installment of the head coach mini series. We're running this off season. I'm your host, Kipler Ten. Again, I've got Canes eighty seven. What's up, guys? And Aaron ten fifty four. How's everybody doing? And good, good to have y'all on. We're gonna kick it off tonight. We're gonna have East Townsend head coach convict on. How you guys doing out there? Good, good to hear. You. Good to meet y'all. Man, we're glad to have you on. We. Always fear the Reaper, man. Ain't it though? <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's talk about season three, man. I, I know y'all started out hot. Uh, I want to say the game against us. It was two three and O teams coming at it, three and O four and O something around that range. Uh, y'all finished the season though five and five, three and five in conference. I know it was a little bit of a disappointment after the the hot start you had. Uh, give me your thoughts on season three. I came in with high hopes. I got I got Dickie in the offseason as a quarterback, you know, and uh, I love the arc he had, you know, that big guy with that speed. I thought we could probably do something. And we started off good. I think he even threw the ball pretty well. Might have had a problem with turnovers. But, uh, I mean, really, I was I was still, even though we finished 5-5, five and five, I, I felt like that was a pretty successful season coming off a two-win season. And, uh, and we ended up getting a nice core of guys. I got Aldrezzi in there. And uh, I got, uh, I think, Jamal Shake and Carolina 09. I don't know. I can't remember which player is because they remade, they both remade them. But they both came back as coaches. So I got a rock solid team. But, yeah, we finished 5-5. Five and five, And I feel like I'm cursed to be a 5-5 five and five coach, believe it or not. Nah, man. I mean, that's a, a big step up from, from the two-win season, like you said. And and the East is a gauntlet. We've, we've kind of hit on that before on some of the other podcasts. It's, and it's only gotten stronger now with the new additions. Definitely. You mentioned Dickey. To me, he had a great season as a freshman. I know he kind of battled that inconsistency with the turnovers. One of the biggest things for, to me, just kind of on the outside watching, I felt like him and Mason Winters never really got on that that same page that Cletus Castle and him did. And to me, that's kind of what set y'all back a little bit offensively. Is that something you saw also or – we switched uh, playbooks. We went from a mul- from an air raid to a multiple, so we weren't stretching the field with winners like we should have been, believe it or not. And uh, I mean, but if you notice that t- my tight end had a great season, and I think that was uh, that kind of took away from some of the the, the targets that winners was getting in the the playbook. I think he was running more stop routes, out routes, underneath routes. He wasn't going deep, so. We didn't really get the uh, the full use out of winners. The, even the last two seasons, really, like season one, when he was probably the best receiver in the league. No, definitely. And you're right about the tight end because I know when we were game planning for y'all, that's all we talked about in the coach's room was how do we stop your tight end. We watched the games over and over that you'd already played, and it was like, all right, that's obviously the key man. Now what do we do to stop him? And then Sims, I don't think we really stopped him that much either, and, and it was a – big concern for us going into the game. So definitely he definitely hit up that that outlet hitting that tight end a lot. On defense, you know, you got Neil Mason who's a perennial all elite player. Brady Gonzalez had a great season. How'd you feel about your defense? Well I kind of I yeah we I I'm probably defense. So I mean I go for I'm I even when I when I uh recruit guys, I let them know that uh that defense is is what we're about, and then everything else comes after that, and that's just the truth. Because if I can limit scoring, 
because I mean it'll it, it makes up for the offensive deficiencies and and really unless you're unless you're uh, the the admirals, you know your offense ain't crushing people. You know what I mean? And this, <laughs> yeah. So you got to play defense, you know. And this year we went to a four three multiple, and there wasn't many multiple playbooks. And I really like the multiple books. I know it leaves you short at some things sometimes, like your shorter corner or your shorter alignment. But the different looks to get the different blitzes in the in the multiple books. I mean, it's it, if I can get the right people in the right places, it's going to blow up. And that's I'm you know I'm going that way again this year. I'll go ahead and put it out there. No, I think you you hit it really well with that four three multiple. I, I know it was. It was fun game playing against it because it's not something you see, like you said, really ever. You see normally your hybrid defenses, which we we've always run a hybrid defense and we found success with it. But seeing that four three multiple definitely threw a wrench kind of in our our game planning this season, and it was fun to kind of try something new and battle something new. Yeah, man, I I can't get all the looks it has. Is just it's it's fun. It is fun. And when I like this season, I got a couple more defensive backs, and I'm going to toy with them, and it's going to be it's going to be fun for sure. There you go. So, before we hit on on the off season now, uh, how many seniors did you end up losing? I lost Winters. Uh, I lost two of my cornerbacks, but they came back as coaches. So that doesn't really count. I ended up losing uh, a D lineman as well. So I think I lost like four. Okay, so four. not too bad. That season, season three, yeah. four, like you said, is still there. Exactly. That's why I'm excited about it. Believe it or not, I can't wait for the games to start. <laughs> so um, you talked about, you know, you you had your playbook and not. Really- in the field and everything. Have you already started testing and everything to try to get it figured out for this season? I never stop. <coughs> I never stop testing my books. Oh. <coughs> all year long. <laughs> Sorry. Hold on. <coughs> yeah, all year long I'm running books. I don't stop. Ever. Did you uh, did you replace everything you needed to so that those books run efficiently? Mm. I don't know. Time will tell. You never tell till that first game, believe it or not when you get the live competition, you know, because Sims only tell half the story. You can't tell tendencies of other teams. Did you at least get the targets you guys wanted? Oh, absolutely. I'm ready to go as far as players. I got a guy, I got, I actually grabbed a, a, a running back and I'm going to, and I'm going to use him all over the field. It's going to be fun to watch. All right. So, with y'all getting all your recruits you wanted and and filling all your um all your gaps you needed to, you're you're actively testing books now. Um, if you get one of your top picks in books, how do you foresee? What are your season four expectations? I mean, to be honest, I shoot for eight and two every year because I know eight and two will get you probably when you're when your conference. And uh, and get you, you know, get you into that championship game, which is big, you know, because because really uh, with the league being young, every team is trying to build a legacy. So even getting to those games establishes a legacy. So I, I expect eight and two every year. I mean, and that's like a reasonable 
reasonable get you know goal every year. Now, now you're you're you act you test books nonstop, like you said. Um, do you do you take do you just take I'm it's talking theoretically. No, I don't want you to spill your beans on any of your secrets or anything, but mm-hmm. my you take and you know implement your roster into pretty much just say any random book that you like and keep simming that and then basically build your list based off of that? Well, no, first I look at my roster and see where it's strong. And then I go to those books where it, 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 uh, it, um, it's advantageous to the strengths of the team. And then I work back from there Okay. because, because every book doesn't work, you know, even if you like, even when you like the way it looks, you still have to realize how people play in the league. And so every book isn't, even though it could be fun in the Sims, like for instance, the, like I love the, the triple option, but up until the Admirals did it, nobody ever thought it could work. And, but I've seen the triple option work in Sims a hundred times. I've seen it put up crazy out of control numbers. So I knew if you got the right pieces in place that the triple option could be deadly, but, um, no, I work backwards from the strength, and then I dig into to what the you know like what my guys do best, like um, the individual players, like the quarterback. For you know, like how much do I want him to use his legs? How much do I want to go downfield? You know, like, and then it's you know every game that could change. Got to move guys around. It, you know, it's a it's kind of, it's a it's an enjoyable headache for me. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. Do you have uh? You have any predictions on uh, East West Conference Championships for season four? Like, who do I think will be there? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I can't. You can't say the Admirals are head head and heels above everybody, and they'll play us. (laughs) 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 That's how that works. Um, And in the (laughs) in the West, Maui will be there because Maui's always strong in the regular season. So Maui. I like how you threw that in there, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, and I'm pulling for Desert State because that's my homeboys' team, so I always pull for them. But who do I think you like? Who do I really think will be there? Yeah, yeah. It'll be the Admirals in in, in Chattanooga, and in the West, I don't know. Um, I, I like I was I was leaning towards uh, Ozark. Because I know the coach that Doma was, so he never can be counted out. But nah, I'm gonna stick with Desert State. I'm pulling for Tory. That's my dog. He's gonna figure it out because he was trying. He was he was giving. He was done, and then he got pulled back in. So I feel like he's gonna have a special season. Yeah, I hope he does after coming back and helping out for sure. So you mentioned him. I know you've got the big rivalry with him. Uh huh. Who's the another West team that you'd like to see on the schedule this season? Oh, I want to play Stern. I want to play Maui. Stern's my my guy. We've been, you know, we coach together and, you know, we've been. Yeah, we all come from that Stern tree because we all all were there together at, in the other league and played together and coached together a little bit. It was together. Well, he was the AD, but I was, you know, we, that was our, like, we cut our teeth together at the same time. It's, you know what I mean? So he was learning while I was learning. It's pretty cool, believe it or not. But yeah, we all came. What it is? It's the Paul tree. Paul ran USC years That's ago. Right. That's he won, right. He won, yeah, he won a championship. 
and then they had you know another uh, the original split if it, I mean you know the original tiff because he dominated well he didn't dominate but he found a way to win and Mike didn't like the way he found a way to win so that they had a tiff but anyway Paul set that up and he was the one the first one to have a a campus server so really we all come from poetry really that's where yeah. we all got yeah we all got our groove from him a lot of shit you see is from him shout out to Paul. There you go. I know you mentioned Ozark in the West, but you know we're in your league now. For real? Yeah, we're under Mountaineer. But didn't, I was about to say, didn't Ozark change? Wait, what? West Virginia? Yes. Shout out to West Virginia. I've been to Parkersburg, Morgantown. I partied in both of them cities. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Canes 87's got the rebrand Mountaineer State over there with us now in the East. Nice. Yeah, look, I I know people don't like the rebrands, but I kind of like the rebrands because it gives each owner his own thing. And you can't expect a guy to com- commit to someone else's dream. Exactly. You yeah. Know? So, that, yeah, you I know, I don't mind. We're, we're early in the league. The fact that teams are still in flux isn't a big deal. Right. You know? Yeah. I kind of look at it both ways a little bit. I like being able to build kind of the foundation and the cultures and traditions and all. But at the same time, I understand people wanting to, to build their own legacies as well when they take over teams. So you can see both sides of it. So, man, we appreciate you coming on. Had a great time talking Reaper football with you. I hope you all do well. I know that eight and two you're looking at, as I've told some of the others, I really hope that we're one of those two losses. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but nah, man, hey, we appreciate it. I know – you know, you went from two wins, five wins, you know, easily can see eight wins with Dickie growing. And, oh, you know, no, Dickie, I got I got a shout out. Hold up. Dickie left. I got Deedle now. What? Yeah, yeah I got Deedle now. De- That's Deedle. right. That's right. Yeah, Dickie left. I mean, he told me the beginning of last season he was going to test his options when, when the season ended, and I was fine with that. But I got Deedle. That was big for me. Oh man, I, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, that's right. He, I stand corrected there. I, I forgot about that. So yeah, he's he's worth Eagle. two, three wins. Yeah. Eagle definitely. I mean, that brings experience from winning team over there, at Bone Town, and and I believe he's a senior, right? So yeah, he should, they're talking he about a guy with a chip. Out. Oh yeah, he he's got a chip. We've been talking. There you go. There you go. Well, hey, expectations just went even higher. Damn, so. damn straight. <laughs> All right, man. Well, have a great night. Appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me, fellas. I'll come back anytime, anytime. Gladly chirp it up with you. Yes, Thanks, sir. Buddy. We'll get you on next season. No doubt. All right, guys. Thanks again for listening in. Look forward to bringing you some more teams next week. Looking at you. We need to get you on Lake Texacoco. We need to get you on. Central Texas, Palm Beach, we're calling y'all three out. We want you on next week. Have a great night, ECFL. Night. See you later. What position? I am a strong, strong forward. There's no such thing. (laughs) Where am I? I drew an idiot. There is a strong forward in Mexico. No, there's not. Good God. Small forward. Small forward, there you go. I don't do I don't do I don't do basketball. <laughs>